there, guys. Welcome to yet another episode of Murray Musings. Thank you very much for joining us today. Um, my name's Scott, and I've got my regular hosts, Rashmi and Peter, here. And we do also have a very special guest. I love <laughs> special guest episodes. I love having special guests on Murray Musings. Um, so, yes, I'd like to give a big, big, massive introduction to uh, Jamie Murray. <laughs> Say hi, Jamie Murray. Hi. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Jamie's had to drop out today. Oh, what? So oh, no, no, it's a disaster. Okay, all right. Sorry, I got the notes wrong. I got the notes wrong. Jamie Murray's had to drop out. We've got James here today. Yeah. How are you, James? Are you, doing, are you doing okay today? I'm good, thanks. I'm sorry to disappoint you all. It's all right. I'm no, sure. you're even better. You are even better. I'm sure our audience will get over it. They'll all be sighing a wee bit. They'll all be like, oh my gosh, Scott's messed up the introduction again. But, I mean, um, I have the same singles career that Jamie Murray has. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Already getting wow. spicy. <laughs> we knew, uh, but wow. As you guys could tell, we were going to have an interesting episode of Murray Musings here. <laughs> this is amazing. But, I have to edit that one out. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yes, James. No, but he's not. That's not wrong. No, it's true. It's, it's true. It's true. It's accurate. It is accurate. It is accurate. Um, but yes, James, do you want to like tell us? Uh, sorry, this is a really professional podcast you're on, James. Mm. James, so you have to like take it seriously here. Um, but yes, no. Uh, welcome to Murray Musings, and uh, yeah, do you want to like tell us a wee bit? Obviously, you're an Andy Murray fan. You are an Andy Murray fan, right? We want to like clarify that. We haven't just invited on like a Djokovic fan, have we? No, I think so. You, you I think you're think an Andy, I'm fan, an Andy right? fan? Yeah. It's always good to get like Andy fans on. It's always it's always good. Do you want to tell us? Yeah, tell us a wee bit about like your history as an Andy fan when you first started watching him, like your favorite matches. Whatever you fancy telling us, we we like to just let our guests ramble okay. about their love for Andy. So I started watching Wimbledon probably 2010 11 and then you kind of get caught up in the whole british andy 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 is he gonna win is he gonna win and then when you learn more about him and honestly like the challenging life that he's had the the way people have always thought he's not gonna do that he's never gonna become this he's never gonna become that i kind of really admired the underdog spirit so i think like I feel really emotionally connected to Andy to be honest and I think it's because of that seeing him as an underdog seeing his persistence seeing him cry losing to Federer in 2012 and thinking like how is this guy gonna pick himself up how is he gonna keep going and I think more than anything that's the thing that I love about Andy that metal hip he keeps going losing a Wimbledon final he keeps going He's never going to get to number one. He keeps going. He just always proves people wrong. He fights harder than anyone I've ever seen on the ATP tour. He he grits out matches. He often it can be quite ugly. It can be quite sad. It can be quite a roller coaster, a Murray coaster. We all know that. But I think there's nobody that I feel so inspired by in tennis. So. Yeah, Andy fan, Andy, I view Andy as a role model, really. I think he's a really good person. He's a really good inspiration. So, yeah. And he has a really, really big heart. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, I didn't know we were coming to this. Sorry. No, did not realize we were uh, we were getting to we were getting to that there. Um, but no, you are right. Yeah, he does have a very big um, a very big heart. He does. Uh, and he, he he shows it all the time. He does. He does show it. He does. Okay. 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 <laughs> Um, but yes, oh, kids. No, is... that's uh, no, that's oh. uh, that's that's quite a history of of Andy. Um, but did you always like, yeah, when you were watching him like back in like 2010, 2011, did you always think that you would get to world number one and like win grand slams, or you know, were were you one of those fans who was like, oh, you know what, I'm happy with him just you know doing as well as he can, and you know, like if he doesn't get there, he doesn't get there. Like what, no, like, what I, kind of defense did you problem? I definitely always believed in him because I think he. He's always believed in himself, so why wouldn't you as a fan, like, I don't, when you see him, like, doubt himself, it, it doesn't take long before he starts to believe again, I guess, we're kind, we're kind of seeing that now, probably, probably yeah, in, definitely. in Rotterdam, we've seen that same thing, from a horrible first round match, and then you can kind of see that, okay, Andy's back. Yeah. The belief's going again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a really good time to kind of segue, I guess, into this week's uh, this week's uh, matches in uh, in Rotterdam. Yeah, Andy, Andy played two matches, which means he won one, guys. He won a match. He won a match. Oh, yeah. he, won he won a match yeah. on the main tour. Yeah. On the main tour, he won a match. We were yeah. all wondering if that was going to happen after you know. Um, uh, the tournament last week. What was the tournament last week, guys? I forget. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, what? What? Yeah. What was that's the one. That's the one. Uh, Nobody's you know, gonna after, remember. After, as soon as Andy loses the first round of any tournament, I'm like, it's an irrelevant tournament. Like, um, who even won it? Who exactly, even won? Yeah. Who? Uh, Goffan. Nah, Goffan won it. He's irrelevant. He is irrelevant. <laughs> Next. Andy was Andy was not there in the final against oh, Goffan. The final did not happen. Um, hey, but... I, I'm allowed. I'm allowed to be hateful because I'm gay too. <laughs> <laughs> and you that, have the same. you do. You do. You Pe- do. People you do. say I look like him. So. Oh God. This episode. <laughs> this episode is going to be really interesting to edit, isn't? Um, but anyways, yes, guys. Wow. Let's try and keep on talking. Um, <laughs> so, what, what did you guys? What did you guys think when you saw the draw of Rotterdam when he was drawing Hassa and he drew Rublev? What did you guys think about that? The Rublev uh, issue for the second round, especially because you were freaking out as well. Oh, I was. I was, I was mad. I was going I, mad. Yeah. yeah, I. I was like, okay, you know, he can, you know, beat Robin, and y'all were like, okay, you know, maybe he can, maybe he can't, and I'm like. He, he can do it. He's fine. <laughs> I believe in him. Because, like James was saying, he's an underdog, but he's got grit, and, you know, he can definitely, you know, win ugly. Um, and he kind of <laughs> won ugly yeah. um, during Robin's match. Um, but Rublev is a tough character, and he's a tough opponent, and he's shown that, you know, this past year, so... Uh, I was not looking forward to that second round yeah. match. I am. Um, I very much like. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm. I'll focus on the first. The first round, I guess. Like, I went into that round like feeling like quite, quite confident that he would win it. Mainly, and, and I just want to. I just want to bring it yeah. back to the la- last last week's episode. I don't know if you've tuned into last week's episode yet, uh, yet, James. But if you do, you'll hear. Um, you'll hear Peter. Saying that it was uh, that um, that Andy Andy should win that first round because 
Haas isn't even on the same level as Andy, uh, and that uh, you know, is, is, <laughs> and that is it be, wasn't true for the first set. Though. It was not true for that first set. <laughs> that first set, like I don't know, no. like I was just watching that and being like, Peter, Aston I wonder what did Peter not thinking. miss a ball for that first set. You didn't know it was, uh, yeah, no, I. You know, I and then so yeah, he lost the first set, and then am I right in thinking he, did he did he go down like three love in that second set, or was that the third set he went down three love? It was one yeah. of the two. One of the two he went. Down was it the third? In I think it was the third. third. It was the third. Right. Was the third? He, he did yeah. well in the second. He just kept up with him, yeah. and they didn't break at all. Yeah, no went, one went, broke went to tie break, didn't it? Yeah, went to tie break, yeah. and then uh, yeah, like I I was just really really happy in that third set to see like the kind of. Um, uh, the the old Andy Murray, right? The uh, the gritty Andy Murray, the one who like screams and yells and shouts and uh, you know really kind of wears his heart on his sleeve, doesn't he? So um, yeah, I, I was just really really happy to see that kind of that kind of side back because yeah, obviously we've talked on before a handful of times about the kind of matches where he doesn't do that and where he seems a bit flat and stuff like that, like his match against Vavrinko. Uh, Roland Garros last year. We're not even going to get into that, but um, but yeah. So I, I was just really happy to see that in that in that first round match because yeah, I wasn't quite sure what kind of Andy Murray was going to show up, right? So, um, but yeah, no, I I was really happy that first round. I I after that first round, I I did think I'm not gonna lie, like maybe I was gonna hit myself. But I was like, Andy looked great there. Like he might, you know, he could win the tournament, right? Or was I was was that just me getting way ahead of myself? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <a little> ahead. <laughs> I mean, for the second set, I was a little nervous. But then after the third, and he settled down, and I was like, it's 3-0, I mean, whatever, but I, I think he can still get it out. Um, and when he went uh, six games on the trot, I was thinking of uh, Gemma Collins' quote, if y'all are Gemma <laughs> Collins fans. Um, <laughs> She's like, I've worked so hard on the trot. And I was just thinking, I mean, Andy just got six games in and just finished the match. So it was just, it was just amazing. After the first set and I was like scrolling on my timeline and it was just people saying like, retire, retire, retire. (laughs) Yeah. I was like fairly close to crying. Yeah. Yeah. That by the know. time we got to the tiebreak, I was thinking, okay, that's something. We're building mm-hmm. something. Then when he was down in the third, I was kind of like, okay, close to crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same. But, hey, yeah. like yeah. he he turned it around, and I think it. I think that's almost better than him winning an easy match yeah. to show that the yeah. grit yeah, was definitely. there, it the was, drive was there. Yeah. Yeah. It, was a tough it one. proved to be because he he changed his mindset completely for the Rublev match. Like, yeah, he was, like, he I'm was gonna prove so much more I, aggressive. I, I'm not ready and... to retire yet. Yeah. 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 He um. So like, I guess we. Yeah, I guess that like that's a good point to kind of move to the. So after he won that first match, he went into his press conference, and uh, that was yeah. What did you guys think about that? Like that was one of the most kind of. Uh, that was like like some of the quotes he came out with yeah, in that press no, conference regarding. So, no. Yeah, on in the pre- when I saw the quotes, I was like feeling sad because I thought maybe he was like about to cry or something in that press conference from people saying that. But then when you see the video, he's like laughing, <laughs> he's like amused <laughs> by it. Yeah, you you just exactly. see on his face, he's like he's like laughing in your face. He's like, you think I'm gonna retire? I'm gonna prove you wrong. I think he's um, so, so yeah. used to like hearing people all of his career. You're not gonna do this. You're not gonna do this. It's yeah. just it's. It doesn't you're not gonna him, you're not gonna win a slam you're not gonna get to number one you're not gonna beat the yeah. big three you're not gonna do it 
yeah so you're not going to come back with a metal hip so you're not going to defend an olympic gold medal exactly Mm. yeah and the doubters feel him yeah for sure yeah the doubters feel him exactly yeah like so yeah like if anybody's listening to us now and has no idea like what we're talking about basically he got asked and he got asked in his post-match press conference like um what uh like what what he was feeling like going on to court and stuff and if i'm right in thinking i'm I'm probably gonna mess up the quotes here but like he he basically said that he felt like he was kind of playing for his career every time he stepped on the court pretty much um that he you know because he gets intensely judged if he loses you know he uh he he gets told that yeah he's not good enough and that he 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 shouldn't be back playing at that level that he is he and that yeah he should he should go on to pastures new and leave tennis behind and and yeah basically retire and um i think one of my favorite like because it was quite like a lengthy kind of like answer to a question and uh one one of my one of the ones that stuck out to me was basically when he did say like he was i find it quite like i can keep up with the best players in the world with a metal hip that's quite amusing (laughs) and i was like (laughs) i love that quote that's so classic like uh dour humor from to me i was just like i was sad about that and then then i heard him say that i was like yeah he's fine (laughs) yeah exactly right he's all right it was like classic kind of uh like like like, almost like self-deprecating kind of humor uh but also like but also there was a sense of like well i'm good enough to like really push these guys with a metal hip like you know it was almost like if i didn't have the metal hip then um, then maybe i could uh, yeah could still be beating these guys easily you know yeah um Let's go back to uh, Andy's yeah. quote. I love it because, uh, again, as uh, Scott was saying, it's pretty long. Um, we but know it one is. One of the uh, sections. Um, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Andy says, every time I lose a match, everyone thinks or I'm getting told to retire, that I should stop playing, that I'm finished and I've got nothing left and whatever. And it's sad and all these things. And it's like, it's not easy. I feel like I'm playing for my career just now. Every time I step on the court which is a motivation in some ways, but it also adds a little bit of extra stress. There's a bit of extra doubt there, and on top of that, I'm playing with a metal hip, which is hard. Trust me, it's not easy. So yes, it's a big challenge for me just now, and one that I'll meet head on, but it's not easy just now, and the last few months have been a bit of a struggle. Yeah. Heavy stuff, right? (laughs) Um, I think we we all watch the documentary, right? Multiple times, probably. I think he's been depressed, probably. Yeah. Like, he, he really just wants to play, like... He, he's working so hard to play, and then he gets fit again, and then he gets corona, and... Yeah. He, it's going to take a while for him to feel better in himself. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, on that point, yeah, he, like, so he's, he does all this work, and he, like, fights his way back, and he's like, gets back playing, like, professional tennis against the best players in the world, and, like, people aren't happy with that like people are like sitting at the side being like why is he here like he should like this is terrible like the heights he was at and now he's like losing to to these guys as though like the people he's losing to are like you know like nobody's like which is ridiculous like he just lost to like a top 10 player right um which is yeah yeah, it it, it is ridiculous and like it's one of these things where you're like he's fighting for the thing he loves and like then every everyone's like saying this like that you should just give it up (laughs) it's um yeah i mean yeah and, and going going back to that though like he was playing well in december like he beat nori he beat dan evans dan and those evans, were not yeah. tour matches but he played well yeah and that's what he said in, in the interview uh, in 
where was it Rotterdam yeah yeah so he said like yeah I played well in in the Battle of the Brits tournament I trained for 10 weeks and was ready to go for the Australian Open and he was probably like thinking like, I'm finally going to be able to play a slam again like US Open didn't go well for me I'm going to redeem myself from 2019 when they tried to retire me there uh, like he was probably thinking all that and then he just didn't get to go so um it must be really sad. I, I I can really like I I was really down when when I realized that he was depressed about it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I think I think that like the point that you just made, James, about like the uh, documentary and stuff. Like, like his press conference kind of did remind me a little bit of that. Like you know we we've talked we've covered the the uh, the documentary on this podcast before. Like in the first few episodes. Um, like the, the times in the podcast where he is like totally like honest with the camera and he like stares at it and he like you know like goes through stuff that was the kind of like the kind of thing like that that podcast from that, that um, press conference reminded me of just because he was sitting there telling us exactly how he felt like and it was quite um uh yeah it was it's kind of rare to see like an, an athlete kind of you know open up in that way and just be like this is a kind yeah, of this yeah, is a kind exactly. of criticism uh, I, received, I you know? listened I listened to a podcast today on someone who was there yesterday and, and virtually there and they said that it's all virtual in Rotterdam there's no press right there and it's like very rare for a player to open up like that virtually yeah uh, to to a whole um array of press people so um the fact that um Andy does that is like it shows that he's real like it shows that he's it really does really feeling this stuff and yeah. I think it, he yeah. like he's not he, like there's a lot yeah. of people that he touches because of that yeah like yeah, like I I don't feel like I'm supporting some phony athlete with multi-million pound sponsorships and all this stuff to worry about. I feel like I'm supporting a real person. I think it's kind 100%. of n- no shade to any other top players there, but we all oh, we all see that, okay. don't we? <laughs> no, but like no, no, no. You, you, yeah, I think you see that I in think sport. The, the... I think whoever's listening will know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't even know who I'm talking about. No, but it, like, it could uh, apply no, to that, a lot of people. But like, yeah. but like, no, but like, I mean, you can even say like that. That's kind of one of the things that's like, you know, uh, if okay, if you're gonna like take Andy's career, who are the players that you like compare him to? You compare him to like Federer and Djokovic and Nadal, and like if you take those guys, they're all fantastic players and they're all like brilliant. But like, they're almost kind of like superhuman in a way like just because of how much they win all the time and how you know how much they've done and stuff and then like andy came along as just this kind of regular dude who was like unshaven and like scruffy and like you know not pr prepped and not like ready like not like polished by like the journalists and stuff and and, like just came and was himself and still beat these guys you know like okay yeah he didn't win as much as him but like he still beat these guys right so you know i think I think it's stuff like that, like that. Yeah, you, you see him in these press conferences, and he's just himself, like, and he's just a guy who, like, really just wants to play tennis without getting like told that he shouldn't be there and that he shouldn't be playing, you know. So I think, I think for me, that's yeah, that's a really good point. It's like I just think he seems kind of like so, just like a dude, and that's kind of what makes him relatable. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> like, does that make sense? If you're comparing him to like the three greatest male players of all time. Like, it's just not fair. Like, it's not fair on anyone. Like, I, I don't think anyone thinks that he's of that group. Yeah. But if you compare him to the rest, like, come on. He's just yeah. miles ahead. I think even even the fact that, like, the fact that people do compare him to these, you know. It's an honour, like, absolutely. Yeah, like, to For be sure. in, 
people like do this whole like big three big four yeah but like the fact that there's even a conversation about it is an honor exactly. i think it's it's yeah. testament to exactly. how hard yeah. he's worked no i think it's insulting in a way to compare him to stan Wawrinka. yeah honestly. oh god like, absolutely that's a tea that, yeah. that is absolutely. a tea <laughs> no it is it definitely Hot is take, but, but i mean to me it's true no, it is. like don't yeah, yeah. i, I won't say anything 16 titles right 16 titles and he has 46 30 more titles right two olympic gold medals masters like countless more masters world number one tour finals world number one double triple the amount of top 10 wins like and they just say like oh stan's peak is better and i'm like okay 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 Okay." i saw a tweet about that the other day and i'm like stan won three slams and i wanted to mute he won three slams the first was an against an injured nadal in the final the, sec- the second, uh-huh. he would have beaten anyone in the draw, the French Open. He just blitzed through the field. Great. Really deserved. Mm-hmm. The third, Djokovic in that slam. Like, with all those, like, walkovers and, like, yeah. just, no, like, I, I don't see that this mythical peak is really what people say it is because he played and, and actually two great matches is, at the French the fact Open. Is... Andy, Andy, Andy has a better peak because he reached the world number one spot. So exactly, that's, exactly. That's he actually reached the pinnacle of the game, right? Like he actually, he actually you know, reached the peak. Yeah. Yeah, he he did that. Right? And year end world number one, like that is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I guess we like. Uh, if any of our Rinka fans are listening to us right now, like, yeah, he's great. He's great. No, you know, actually, we're, not, <laughs> we're not. Actually, actually, I, I actually do like Stan Wawrinka. Um, yeah. Unlike probably some other people in in this uh, room here. He's but, fine. I don't. Um, this chat room. But, <laughs> I uh, do not. Yeah, I actually, I actually like him. But uh, yeah, I yeah. know a lot of Andy fans kind of don't like him. And I, I get it. I get it. Because <laughs> I, I, I think I don't it's... mind him. Yeah. I'm just resentful uh, about as we're saying that he's compared and i mean even though they were both a little well obviously uh, stan was injured at the end of 2019 when um andy won uh, antwerp against him but i mean he was coming back from a resurfacing hip and stan was about to win the match surgery stan, stan yeah. was about to win that match he was like up. And of course, yeah. Andy came back in true Andy Murray fashion. Yeah. So, I mean, when we're talking about even peak peak, I mean, we can't even uh, talk about it like that. Because, I mean, and, and the whole, the whole winning that Roland Garros match. Oh. The whole Roland Garros match doesn't even count because Andy wasn't even there on the court that day no he was just not there yeah he that, so. like th- there was a number of things working against him that day with that stand match over uh, the french open like there were a number of things but like yeah you, you can't you can't be holding like the most recent match as like a testament to how close they are together right in terms of their entire careers but um, yeah and 2020 is an outlier for me yeah, for anyway sure. for everything to for be sure. i won't yeah. say why i don't mm-hmm. like him because i don't want you to get sued <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, but, know but I, think, I, I, know. I think yeah. people yeah. that I follow my account are fairly yeah. well aware. I think I, of, I yeah. know what, you, what you're I think you're I, 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 I imagine quite a few of our listeners might, might, might well be aware of that as well. Um, but, but yeah, we, we, we won't spend too long on that. 
but yeah, no, we went way off topic there. Like we were talking about that press conference. Yeah, it was a great press conference. Everyone should go and listen to it, right? Um, and go and go and watch the footage of it if it, if you can find it. Um, so yeah, he won his first match. That was just after his first match, and we were all like, "Great, we love that." Some of us were getting a bit ahead of ourselves. I was thinking he was going to win the tournament. That was um, yeah, that was that was maybe a little bit a little bit too uh, you know. <laughs> I don't think a little bit too. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I am. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, I was that getting was a little just... ahead of myself. Um, but it's but... nice that you felt the confidence to do that though. Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like you know, yeah. I mean, why not? Like, he wins his first match. He's in the tournament. He's you know, he's found his rhythm, and um, you know, for the first set. Well, I guess, I guess we should really look to the person who was feel, probably feeling the most conflicted uh, before his match. Uh, that would be Rashmi. Rashmi, who's a big fan of Andre Rublev, who was second. Uh, second. <laughs> Um, oh god! So, don't, yeah. don't even mention. Oh, Rashmi, what were you, what, what were your thoughts? The worst. That that was honestly the worst match. Like the most stressful I've ever been watching a match. Yeah. Like for a long. Like I don't remember for a non-slam match. That was the worst match I've watched because yeah, I was like I wanted Andy to win 100. percent yeah. Then I was like, Andre is being so cute there. He's like being so respectful, and I was like, oh no. And then yeah, he lost two double two, two double faults at the really wrong time. Yeah. And yeah, it was just sad. Uh, that whole that whole first set was depressing yeah. for me. Yeah. And I was like, can Andy come back? Nah, he didn't. But I thought that he could have like done something in the second. Yeah. But then yeah. And then Andre hit like a it was a very lucky leg cord um that went in and it was oh, like a yeah. forehand winner in the end. Yeah. Um that that that's when I was like, yeah, this is not an Andy's favorite. This is not his date, but it will come. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really yeah. stressful. I was before before that match, I was like dying <laughs> like inside. I was so stressed for the whole day before that, the whole twenty four hours before that. Yeah. But yeah, now I think um now that Andre won that, I think Andy will want Andre to win the tournament so that um later on he can be like, yeah, I lost to Andre. He he won, he did well. He won the tournament. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think Andy would want Andre to do well here now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm looking forward to see what Andre can do. Yeah. Uh, later on. Did you um did you find yourself able to enjoy it, Rashmi? Or because it's a shame because like I feel um, like e- e- no no. <laughs> Well, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. So, um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the, the long rallies in the first set. Um, Andy was running side to side. Rublev was making him run side to side, and Andy was winning the points. And I was like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. This is encouraging. Um, this is really good for, for Andy because I didn't expect him to, to do to do that against against top 10 players so soon. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, that, that is how Andy plays. He loves winning. Like, against Tassa, he wasn't. In the first set, he was not winning the long rallies at all. Like seven yeah. out of eight, I think that was the stat. Seven out of eight rallies that went over nine shots went to Hassa in that one. Yeah. In in the first set at least. So uh, the fact that in that first set uh, he was winning the long rallies, I was like, this is encouraging. This is this is good. And I was hopeful that he'd actually even win it in straights. But then when he hit those two double faults, I was which like, was my prediction, yeah. I thought he was gonna win. <laughs> That no, I, I actually, I didn't believe you at the time, but then when I saw how yeah, he was playing, I was I like, mean, yeah, this could very well, if he could take the set in a tie break, then yeah. there's no sh- there's no reason why not. Yeah. But yeah, I, those two double faults just ruined it, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's J- James, I saw you saying um, that you felt like that was like, 
some of the highest quality that Andy's played since his comeback. Is that right? Like, yeah, kind of I like... I think he's not defended the forehand corner that well mm-hmm. since he's come mm-hmm. back. I yeah. think the movement looked good. I think he was returning a lot better. I yeah. think I I don't know the statistics. Someone's gonna like post it under this and make me look like an <laughs> idiot. But I felt like he was playing with a lot more net clearance. There was something something tactical yeah. going on. Like he knew how many mistakes he was yeah. making on the backhand in the first mm. round. So like you could tell that there was a game mm. plan, there was a strategy. I thought mm. he was a yeah. lot more aggressive. Which I thought he was too. Yeah. Okay, he lost the set, he lost the match, but if he wants to be a top player again he needs to be aggressive. So yeah. I, I'd rather yeah. see him yeah. losing matches being aggressive than losing matches not being aggressive. So yeah. I think there's good losses and there's bad losses. And most losses are probably bad losses, but I feel happy about it today. Yeah. So feel I like actually. I, I yeah. really do but feel I was like... Feeling, I was feeling okay. I was feeling okay, and then I realized, oh, Andy's not playing for a week. <laughs> And I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I felt really sad. I was like, this would have been, this could have been good. No, this is, I felt like that, um, you know, when Funini beat him in Shanghai, that's the same. I was like, he could have won that match. Who? Who? What was that match? The only thing that I remember about that match was the shutout. No, 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 Peter. All you remember is this. Shut up. That was it. (laughs) It was it. Shut up. <laughs> With the deadpan accent. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Rashmi. Yeah, yeah, so when I think Andy was serving for the match in that one and then lost, um, I don't know, I think just before that, Panini kind of riled him up and then Andy went to serve for the match and just mentally wasn't there um, at all. And then uh, after that, I was thinking, Andy could have gone really far in that tournament. It was a Masters tournament. He was playing well. Um and he easily could have beat Panini, like like he beat Zverev, and it would have been a good win, but then it wasn't to be. But then that's how I was feeling. That's how I was feeling yesterday. Like Andy could have beaten Andre, and it would have been a great win for him. And I was feeling. In yeah. some ways, them, though, that's like... that's kind of a good thing, right? Because you weren't feeling sad. Like, where is his career? Like, what level? Yeah. You're feeling so, sad, yeah. like so was, he had this opportunity like and he didn't take it. Yeah. Yeah, I was feeling exactly. like that after the yeah. Wawrinka loss. I was thinking, oh god, what's what's going on? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I wasn't feeling like that today, yesterday. Not yeah. no. So it is encouraging yeah. now. But you're right. Yeah. 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 And as he said, he said that he's feeling physically fine. Mm. So I'm perfectly happy with him taking a week off. And then you know, since he's good to go to Dubai and Miami, I'm I'm relieved that it's not anything you know like. Oh, this was a horrible loss, etc. And I should retire, like all of the haters say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did you see? Have you guys seen the Dubai entry list? It's insane. No, like, is there? A, is Federer, Federer, Team Rublev. Oh my god! Cool. I don't know. If, uh, it's a two fifty, right? And there's gonna be like. I really feel like he's gonna get a bad draw there as well. <laughs> like, How? I don't know. Get a terrible draw. You know, you know, it's gonna be Federer round one. Yeah, like, like you, 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 no, you know it is. Come on, like they're not get they're not gonna no, miss out on that. I actually think if that does happen, Dubai Andy has a good shot. Andy has a good shot if if he draws Federer, because Federer's not played in a year, but uh, I still think that would be like a headline. Yeah, he'd probably do because he he drew Wawrinka 
round one of the French. Like yeah, anything, absolutely. he can draw anyone. Yeah, he can. <laughs> you can't yeah. rule anyone out. For sure. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I mean, I guess we yeah, I guess I guess we should probably talk about the uh, the press conference after he lost as well, right? Because his press conference. Yeah, I've got the I've got the the whole quote. Yeah, here. do you want to read, yeah. read, read us that quote? Actually? It's quite long. It's very it's professional. Long, I'll read it. Pick, pick so the highlights. Said, pick the, the highlights. That yeah, here. The mistakes that I made in the important moments are not down to any physical issues that I had. At the US Open, when I played the match against Felix, for example, I'm not going to analyse that match because I was struggling physically, whereas tonight I felt fine physically. I was playing pretty well, and in the important moments, I didn't play well. I want to have the highest standards, and I want to set the bar as high as possible because I just feel if you don't do that, this is just for me, everyone's different. For me, I feel that if you set an average standard and accept mediocrity and reach that, uh, target of being average then that's not the same thing as setting the highest standards of like i'm going to try and be the best in the world and you do everything you possibly can to reach that standard and if you don't get there that's okay so like after a match i can be okay if i've set those standards whereas i would hate to come off a match like tonight and be like yeah great work Andy, you did really well up until the end of that first set don't worry about the end of the first set just focus on those eight games for me, I just don't learn quickly that way. I like to focus on what the issue is and what the problem is and really understand why that happened so that I know what I need to work on. And that's how I like to work. Everyone's different, but that's what works best for me. I would like to be kinder to myself when I'm on the court. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably unlikely that's ever going to happen, mm-hmm. but I will try. That's really cute. Yeah. That is very cute. <laughs> yeah. that is very cute. I love that last yeah. part, being kinder to himself. Yeah. And I think, I, I guess, like this part of his career, like, is one of those things where you're like, you know, like, y- yeah, like if you if you're not gonna win as much, like, like that's fine, like as long as you're like still enjoying it, and like you know, a lot of the time, like when he's out there and when he's like, you know, screaming and yelling at himself, it's good to see, um, but like you, you do wonder, like, you're like, are you still enjoying it? Like as long as you're still enjoying it, like keep going, like <laughs> keep keep cracking at it, and it's no, it's, I yeah. honestly, I honestly feel like he enjoys that. You think yeah. you think, yeah, oh, the yeah. Competitive his the competitive yeah. That is his comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Wawrinka match, for example, the Felix match, he was not enjoying that. Like, yeah, yeah because he just not... didn't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and the Biela final against Marchenko, like, he, he, yeah. he just wasn't in it, like, at all. And, um, yeah, so he enjoys the whole, <laughs> the whole commentating yeah. uh, in his own the matches. Like, yeah, yeah, he just loves it. You can just tell. That's yeah. his comfort zone. So, um, and I think he, he, that question he was probably asked in this to give this answer was like, "Are you being hard on yourself on the court?" I don't think uh, he probably feels like he's not. <laughs> yeah. he, he just feels like that's who he is, and he can't change. And yeah, yeah. I think I, I guess it's kind of weird to like look back if you look back like his early career. He got like a lot of kind of criticism for that, and I like, got told that like he needed to like contain his behavior in order to like win big. And I, I, I think it's one of these things where you're like, I think there's like a difference between like, oh, you've got to be more like Federer who doesn't say a word on the court or doesn't like, you know, like completely like hold his emotions in and doesn't say anything to like win a tournament. And then also like uh, taking, taking what you are and what the kind of player you are, which in Andy's case is somebody who, you know, gets very kind of, yeah, like pumped up and like angry at himself and frustrated. And like focusing that, like you don't need to like change it. You don't need to like take it away. Like, and he never did. Like he never did. Like no matter like who came along and told him to like, oh Andy, you should be behaving yourself more on the court. Like he didn't. Like and he won Wimbledon. Like chatting and yelling at himself and screaming at himself. Like he won Wimbledon by doing that. And that's 
Like yeah. that's that's what's so good about it. Like is that Yeah, I also I also yeah. I also saw a lot of people getting annoyed that he smashed his racket. I was like, oh. why are you why are you getting annoyed at that? Like, where is this thing coming them? from? Like, where is this yeah, rhetoric like, well, of smashing everyone, rackets? Everyone, like, everyone smashes their racket except Rafa Nadal. Everyone does it, so I, I don't get it. Like, I think Federer and Nadal have like got this illusion, uh, put this illusion on the tour. Like, everyone has to be calm, chill, and not smash a racket and all that. But yep, I don't yeah. know. And when Andy wants to talk, he talks. So, I mean, isn't that a Federer quote? Isn't that a Federer? <laughs> to quote Federer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to paraphrase Roger. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, but yeah, no, I think I think at this stage of his career, like, yeah, he's not he's not going to hugely change how he is on the court, is he? Like, he's always still going to be like talking away. And yeah, he's not going to change at all. I, I feel like he's not changing. No. He knows no. it worked. Whatever whatever he did, he knows it won him three slams and two medals, so two Olympic gold medals, so. Yeah. This yeah. is probably, like, maybe a serious thing to say, but I feel like there's something a bit childlike. And I think, like, yeah. if you think about his life and what he's been through, and tennis has been the, the thing that kept him going, and he's been driving through with tennis, and I think kind of tennis is like his inner child, and he expresses is... himself like a child, and... This is in the documentary. Maybe people, he says exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe people yeah. like hate that, but I think it's really genuine, personally. If if we're being serious again, like there are people on the ATP tour that are much worse examples for various reasons. Exactly. Like, and Andy said that he's not like this yeah. off the court, and he's calm, like, chill. If like the worst, uh, another example of that. Boring. Another example of that <laughs> is actually Rublev, right? Rublev is so animated on the court, but when you like see him off the court, he's chill. He's like, he does music. Yeah, he's so shy. Have you seen him off the court? Like, so shy. Like he's so humble and shy. And when you see, it, it's like Andy is like that as well. Like completely different to how he is on the court, off the court. He said that in the documentary, like when he was younger, the whole Dumbling incident the whole parents getting divorced jamie moving away like he said that that was really traumatizing for him as a kid to go through all that at the same time uh, um, and tennis was like a release yep for him yeah a childlike release like he's had that his whole life he doesn't know anything else so yeah, yeah. I, I that's I him letting the that, pressure that keeps going. Yeah. yeah i think sure. if the worst thing you can say about someone is like they swear and they break a racket like they're not a bad person like i like to see a, a, an old racket smash here and there i'm like for it i'm like yes like you smash that racket Annie. i actually love it yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's good it. fun it's good yeah. drama right like, I, especially uh, yeah. especially people like rublev who can't even smash the racket he needs a little bit more uh muscle strength exactly. did you see the way andy smashed it though it was very efficient mm-hmm. the way he just like one smash and it just broke yeah it went yeah, yeah. and the way medvedev smashed his racket yesterday it was the yeah. same it was like one smash and done it's clean the clean yeah. racket smashes are like that and then you've got like the ones that are like kind of ragdolly like ragdoll smash which is like you know Djokovic at like the Australian Open when he went <laughs> like his arms went everywhere <laughs> when he smashed it I quite like yeah. those things and, and you were talking about how like Federer and Nadal were this kind of standard and mm-hmm. Andy was like not living up to that like he wasn't human mm-hmm. I feel like Novak comes under that as well people criticize Novak for being angry yeah being emotional 
yeah. yeah, like screaming at the crowd, or even the incident at the U.S. Open, like uh, criticized him for being, yeah, um, kind of irrational on yeah. the court and yeah. not as cool and calm as Nadal and and Federer. Um, I think yeah, Pe- I feel like both of them. Peter Peter has gone silent on uh, on the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was about to say. Uh, to me, Novak seems a little bit more. I was about to use the word talk. I mean, okay. a little aggro, like very like towards people, and, and instead of like ball kids wise, instead yeah. of you know at his box and everything like yeah. Andy does. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I get it. I mean, uh, he, Novak can do whatever he wants. He's a grown man. Um, but. To me, it's a little different. See, on Murray Musings, guys, we cover all the bases. Like we have Djokovic dislikers and Djokovic likers and Nadal fans and non-Nadal fans, and, but we're all Murray fans. So <laughs> under that banner. Um, but yeah, no. And I used to be such a Novandi, Novak, and Andy yeah. fan. I, I, just, I don't know how. I, after it, all those Australian Open finals, how yeah, do you? Yeah, something just switched after the Australian That's Open. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I like them now though. I feel like they, they respect each other now. Like yeah. Andy's defended Novak so many times. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like in that team thing, for example, like uh, he knew that Novak would have won won the tournament mm-hmm. if. Mm-hmm. team wasn't there so like yeah so yeah. I, respect game. I feel like a lot of people kind of go crazy when it comes to Novak they're not objective about things like yeah, yeah like they just go wild and he's like this he's basically Satan and like I think yeah in my opinion a lot of the time he's like stupid yeah but, yeah but, <laughs> I'll say that I'll say that yeah but he he <laughs> He means well, like, he's not, I don't think he means to do something badly, but maybe he doesn't think it through properly, or, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. there was a whole discourse going on on Twitter, like, a month ago or two months ago, that Federer and Nadal don't do much, but at least Novak does stuff. Yeah. yeah. He, he actually yeah. acts for the lower-ranked lower players, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for people's voices to be heard, and... I, I think... Yeah. It just shows that he he cares. Yeah. yeah Federer sure. and Novak are sorry. Federer and Nadal are the the status quo. They're that mm-hmm. they're they're that thing that Novak challenges, and that's why he gets so much hate a lot of the time. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And again, guys, um, if you're Nadal and Federer fans, we we're fans of them too. We don't dislike them, but like. Oh, <laughs> I, I I I love Roger. Exactly. I love Roger. Exactly. I'm not yeah. the biggest Nadal fan, but I love Roger. And, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm excited to see see them both playing Dubai together. I think. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, they they be getting interaction or something. It'll be uh, it'll be intriguing <laughs> yeah. to see. But um, so yeah, like I guess like uh yeah, we move on a little bit to looking looking forward a wee bit. So yeah, he takes a week off, isn't he? He's taking a week off, Andy. Like, uh, think he'll probably go home, right? He's gonna probably fly home. I, I was hoping, I was hoping he'd play Marseille, honestly. Yeah, I, I saw you like, saying that you were hoping for that. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted him to play because. One uh, Pierre's playing there, so I was like, Pierre got into the angle. I'm bringing up Pierre again. It's an easy yeah. first round win. That, that's what you wanted. Oh, if, wow. if, Andy, if Andy drew Pierre the week after playing Andre, I'd die. Like I would die. But yeah, um, I I would not be able to handle that. But yeah, um, Pierre's playing there. He, he somehow got into the main draw there after loads of people withdrew. Can, yeah, can Pierre, we Pierre's just playing. take? So I was like, can we take one moment? 
to think about when they played doubles together because that was adorable. That was very cute. Uh, you you must have been beside yourself, thing. Rashmi. You must have been beside yourself when that happened. I think James knows how I was, how I was feeling. I was, <laughs> oh my god, I love them. I love them. I bring it up on, on Twitter a lot. Like mm-hmm. every two weeks I bring it up. And him and Serena, I, I just loved I it. I think that whole week. It, that... In some like parallel world, they're in some like gay marriage together. And, and I like that. You mean yeah. in your mind? I mean, or, or in what? this world, he's in a gay marriage with Mahu, but in the other world, he's in a gay marriage with Andy. And I, I like that world. Oh, no, gotcha. Lord. It's a nice world. What about, what about James? James, what about David Goffin? You just abandoned him. I am yeah. not going to say anything. I we have not, we have not had any episode of Murray him. Musings like this before. I mean, quoting Gemma Collins and talking James, about... James, you come on Murray Musings, the most professional podcast of all no. time. And I mean, just... like, you guys see my tweets, you yeah, should have we known knew what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were prepared. We, we should exactly. have been prepared for we this stuff. Like, we knew it, exactly if anything, I'm, like, behaving quite well. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention oh the extra I want here. <laughs> oh, you know what? We, you implied it. <laughs> yeah, you did imply it uh, earlier, but never mind. <laughs> but have uh, you guys been watching like other matches in in Rotterdam, like the other or um, in Doha that's going on right now? Uh, have you been watching anything? I've I've had it I've had it on in the background a lot. Uh, that that that's kind of how I watch any kind of or more or the majority of tennis that isn't Andy. Um, like I I have it on, and I do other things. Oh, and I do other things. Uh, so I, 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 yeah. Like if I'm if I'm doing work or whatever, and Andy comes on, I'm like, right, cool. Like I'll I'll stop the work and I'll watch Andy. But then like kind of any other player that like you know that like even like like it can be any player. I just kind of have it on in the background and like you know like sneak a peek every now and then. Uh, just because tennis is on all the time, I have no idea how people on tennis Twitter watch so much tennis. I see people watching tennis. I'm one of all... them. I've watched. Uh, yeah, I must say, Rashmi, I see you all the time. Like, Rashmi, how are you watching tennis? Why are you doing? <laughs> so I've been. So the re- the the reason behind this is because I'm working from home and I have uh, it fair, fair. on in the background. You have it on so the background. I have too. muted. Yeah. I have. So I've been watching like basically every match in Rotterdam, the, except from like the ones where I don't really care about any of the players. I've been watching them. So I've watched uh, today. I watched Bublik beat Zverev. I watched um, obviously the the Andy match yesterday. I watched mm-hmm. what other one? Don't even remember any other ones. But yeah. Uh, Did you see Alex Dimonor and uh, Milman? Oh uh, no, I didn't. I saw Dimonor. Oh, I saw so Dimonor Nishikori. Oh, that was a great match. Nishikori played so well there. Nishikori's um, my bay. I love. I'll, 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 on that note, we we should him. we should talk about what Nishikori said about Andy. Like you got asked about oh, Andy, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was such yeah, Peter, I think you have that a cute quote. quote. Right? Yeah, it was such a cute quote. Like we'll 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 look it up right now. But um it uh he basically got asked in his press conference like about the people who say like I'm not quite sure what the context was. Maybe it was because uh, Nishikori's had a lot of injuries himself and he is still yeah. kinda like coming back. Um so he got asked basically, you know, um like whether or not like the the like people who say that Andy should retire like um what 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 Kai thoughts were on that and um yeah do do we have the statement do we have it do we have it up here Peter yeah go ahead 
it was amazing. Um, and so I, uh, he said, I think it's a little bit stupid to ask him when he's going to retire because that's something he's going to decide. He's the only one. He knows how he feels about his mm -hmm. body. I think you can kind of tell. He's not in the best shape yet, but the way he's moving right now, um, I can, I but I hope he can come back. He's my favorite player. <laughs> we uh, had many battles. I'm uh, hoping he can come back to the top 10 again and top five. I think we need him. Aww. And I thought that was great. When he was like, he's my favorite player. I like, almost, that's... almost forgive him for that US Open. What's the final? <laughs> yeah, that oh, almost. almost. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, same, actually. But, uh, I'm actually really happy for just as in this, but I'm really happy for Kay. He's playing. He beat yeah. Felix and Demonor in yeah. a row. Like he's not won two matches in a row since 2019. No, 2017. No, I don't know. Uh, 2019. Wait, what? 2019 Wimbledon. Is that right? He's not really? Yeah, he's not, since, no, he's not won a title since 2017. I'm thinking about that. Golf fan, sorry. I'm, I'm going <laughs> mad. Here, but yeah. Golf fan, golf fan hasn't won a title since 2017. But he won one last no, week. But yeah, Yoshikori yeah. hasn't won two matches in a row since 2019. That like, is crazy to think. That he's not think. my favorite Don't player in the world, but I think when someone's been so unlucky with injuries, yeah. it's it's nice yeah. to see them mm -hmm. get yeah. back. Mm -hmm. Like espe especially as an like Andy fan now, like Tanakis for me. Yeah. As an mm -hmm. Andy fan, like I know what that feels like. So I don't want anyone yeah, like, else to. Yeah, I've been, I've been so happy seeing like Goffin do well, like mm. Nishikori. Songa played well. He lost that match that he played at. Is it Montpellier first round? He lost. Yeah, it was. To yeah. Corda. He played. Yeah, Corda I watched that. Actually, I watched that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, but he was playing well. He was serving well. It was yeah. just unlucky. Like one game, he messed up. Just, just his yeah. serve team and just lost. Squad is a good server, so um, yeah. you lose a break, you lose the match. So mm. that was a shame, but he played well. So I'm, I think Songa will come back and and play really well uh, on the grass. Like he's yeah. gonna come back and do well. I know that. Um, I think so the I'm, I'm tour is really... a lot sexier with Songa playing. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, you are not wrong. That is a good looking yeah. man right now. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see. Like, who do, actually, this is a good question. Who do you guys think from the next gen will do best? Do do the best? On grass because the best on grass. A lot of yeah, like probably the best oh. Wimbledon, for example. Who do you see doing well at Wimbledon? Felix. Felix Really? Yeah. I'm hoping. Maybe that's just um, me. I mean, so what are you counting as next gen? I guess like below twenty five. Is I mean, that, that... team is yeah. basically like forty, and people call him next gen. Literally, though, literally, yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. Um. Kyrgios, but like, I don't know. Oh, he must be 26 now or something, right? Like, yeah, I feel like we have to stop at like if they're turning 22 now, but yeah. I mean, Felix is 20. I mean, so, I, 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 I mean, I, I could see, you know, maybe, maybe since pass, he could, he could do quite well there. Um, I feel like he might I, do quite well on grass. I don't know how he's doing. I, I you know. worry a bit with his backswing. I think it might yeah, be a bit too. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Like it, it kind of like it's not. It's never held up as like a kind of uh, a, a team's backhand or a Vavrinka's backhand, is it? Like it's always kind of a little bit weaker, isn't it? Like I'm not yeah. sure how we can defend that well off it. I don't know, but 
Um, but then he went and beat Nadal, right? So like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, I, I heard what do we yesterday do? during the commentary, uh, Andy and Andre's match, people were saying that uh, in the commentary that Rublev will do well on the grass. And I, I don't know what you guys think about that. I I don't know how well he'll deal with like bad bounces. Like I think grass, you need a bit of a feel mm-hmm. and variety, but he's got all the weapons yeah. to do well. Yeah. 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 And I think that Andy will like be thinking that none of these next gen of anything when it comes to grass. So I'll have a good chance if I were to draw them in yeah, early I, in Queens or early in Wimbledon. What? Like, okay, okay, okay. I, I had this conversation with my partner the other day, right? Uh, I asked her, I was like, do you think, do you honestly think, putting all bias aside, uh, that Andy, and I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves, can win another grand slam title like if we're if you're yeah. if you're if you're being totally 100 percent honest with yourself i want to ask you guys right here on this episode of murray musings for everyone here can andy murray win another grand slam and if so which one which one's he gonna win i said yes with a good draw at wimbledon i i think i, I think, think yes if it's you're happening right. it's definitely wimbledon i i think he will yeah yeah I, i'm obviously if you're a fan of his you have to believe you have to believe you have to yeah yeah like yeah, um, I don't know if it will be Wimbledon, if he does. I think maybe US Open, like, maybe. Wouldn't it be US like... Open is, like, very, uh, very, like, unpredictable. Um, True, the, the amount of random maybe different winners over the year at the US Open, right? <laughs> the Djokovic thing, nobody saw that coming. Nobody True. saw Medvedev doing so well in 2019. Nobody saw, like, uh, um, Nadal winning in 2017. Like, nobody saw that coming. True. Um, wouldn't it Team be like bending against Verev? Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. So it was like. I think it would uh, be like the most iconic thing ever if he won the French Open. <laughs> if he won, the French like, <laughs> I, I think that would like be out of nowhere. Because like, <laughs> like before he was getting injured, I like really do think he was a top three clay player in the world. Like, yeah. And maybe now that he's not as quick as he used to be maybe maybe the slower points might help maybe like yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. i feel like he could win he could win another masters on the play 100 percent. like um yeah. yeah i i i honestly think yeah. he can definitely win a masters like without without a shadow of a doubt like i 100 percent think that like yeah but I, th- I think a good draw at wimbledon we, we we could see something but obviously this is looking into the future <laughs> i think this is like getting maybe maybe a bit of a bit ahead of ourselves but i was I just intrigued cause... he's got the experience and of a lot of a lot of the next gen don't seem like they'll be yeah. convincing on grass yeah I would so agree yeah, that. that's what i, I was gonna say yeah. I, I i'm really intrigued to see how like medvedev does on grass like I, I don't know. How has he actually done? Has, I, yeah, really I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Like I I was just gonna ask. I'm not sure I've ever seen him play. On I there. know he's like not. He's not won a match of the French at all. Like in the main draw at all. Yeah, which he made a joke yeah. about when he lost. Actually, didn't he? He was like, yeah. one of his New Year's resolutions is yeah. to win a match of the French. He, he, he's what he's made the third round. That's his biggest achievement in Wimbledon. You think with his like big serve, maybe he could get. Yeah, yeah, some kind yeah. Of... And he mm. he is quite like a kind of like versatile kind of player. Like he looks quite, he looks as always like, you know, dislocating his arm every time he hits a forehand. So. <laughs> and he'll have a good draw this year, won't he? He'll be seated like high. He so. Yeah, he should be. No, maybe not be. because of the grass formula, right? I don't know. Oh, who knows? Uh, who, who knows? Who knows what's happening? <laughs> who knows home? what that grass formula means? Who knows? Um, but yeah, so like I get yeah. Uh, anyway, back on topic. Andy, yeah, he's taking a week off, isn't he? So 
Um, yeah, I don't know what next week's episode of Murray Musings is going to look like, guys. What are we going to talk about? Like, who knows? <laughs> like, we'll probably talk about Rotterdam, who won I, that. I, don't know. I, I guess, actually, yeah. Because this episode's going to be going out uh, probably on Sunday, which is when the Rotterdam final is. So I guess we'll kind of chat a wee bit about that. And, like, if anything comes up... Who do you guys think is winning Rotterdam, though? Good, good question. I think Rublev. Yes. yes. I think he's, he's like the 500 goat at the minute. I 17 th- matches in a row. I said on Twitter that I would be happy with uh, with with him winning, with Andre winning. I would be very happy with that. Um, or my other two uh, were Kai uh, or K Kai K K. I know K. it's a K. It's a K. Sorry, I think I pronounced that wrong earlier. Um, I'm terrible at preparing for episodes of Murray Meetings. Um, so K and uh, Stefan. Like yeah, those were yeah. my kind of three. Three picks. I, uh, I I would be Did happy you say with Stephanos. Anyway. Stephanos. Is that, that's his full name. It's Stephanos. 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 Yeah. Oh my god! Like <laughs> Not to be honestly, but yeah. like, just fire me from Murray Musings. Honestly, just fire me from Murray. Musings. James, do you want to like maybe? Yeah, no, no. Um, like a lot of people call him Stephanos. Like, Andy, get you for example, soon, says so. Andy says Stephanos, and I always like I feel the urge to correct. You know, on the Twitch streams with Monfils. Yeah, it was like Stephanos. Stephanos. Oh, I'm, I was, like, you Andy, see. That's not, that's not how you say his name. I right? make the same mistakes. That's I make not... the same mistakes. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrible what? at it. Yeah. I've done um, that too. I don't know why I like to pronounce it. Stephon. Yeah. Um, but it's While well, we're um, talking yeah. about names, can I just say Sir Andrew Baron Murray OBE is, <laughs> is the best name of all time? You Wait. are not wrong. We love that. And like, Sir you know, Andrew. And like announcers when he walks on court should announce him as that, you know. Like yeah. if you name your child Andrew Baron Murray, they're gonna <laughs> become something great. <laughs> like Ju- Judy knew what she was doing. <laughs> Judy, Judy knew. Uh, Judy, Judy knew it was coming to that. Um, so you think you think K K will do it? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I I said I would like to see that. Like, uh, if you're putting me on the I spot and ask, if you put me on the spot and ask me to like pick a winner, I would say Andre. I would say Andre just because, like, oh but I said I would do be, think, I would be okay with. Do you think Sitsipas Sitsipas Rulev Sami is probably gonna happen? Who do you think is gonna win that? Because I think Sitsipas is playing okay. I yeah, think. I mean, this, he did well today that. to come through her catch. Like her yeah. catch was playing well and yeah. came through that. And um, seven five in the third, so. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a close one. Um, so did because you say he's, he's, he's playing Andre? Is that right? He's playing Andre in the semi-final. No. So now it's the quarterfinals. He's playing Kachanov in the quarters. Rublev's playing. Kachanov. Rublev's yeah. playing Shardy, and Shardy got fan completely choked today. It was atrocious to, to watch. Was it? Oh my god! <laughs> no. So basically, Goffan served for the first, had a set point, lost it, got to the tie. It was like six five. It got to the tie break. Goffin completely lost it. I think he was off a mini break, lost that, oh. lost the tie break. Second set, lost the tie break there. Like Shardy has won nine out of ten tie breaks this year, twenty twenty one only. Really? Yeah, nine out of ten. Really? Like that's insane. Okay. Yeah. Like I feel like Goffin is very, very underappreciated as a player, as a person, as a personality. Yeah. What so, personality? Um, no! Oh my god! Oh my! He's got a deep. <laughs> we're gone. This just goes to show our audience though how like we all we we all we're all fans of different players. We're all fans. James, I honestly thought you were a fan of. No, Goffin. like I, I, I don't genuinely. I don't dislike him. I just it's fun to like <laughs> insult. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> no, because 
No, they, because he won a title with Pierre in like 2019. Oh, yeah, was it Doha? That was Doha, yeah. And I was like, oh, I love them. He's like the, the backup James boyfriend. <laughs> Um, like i think i think he's he's a nice person definitely he is he is for sure um but uh but yeah like uh, do 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 we want to talk about anything else in this episode of murray musings or are we good like what do you guys think like do you want to like is there anything else we want to mention or i want to mention that that azarenka spitalina match today (laughs) might be the worst match ever played in the WTA. Why? Like I, I, I unfortunately did not catch it. Like was bad. So, so Azarenka literally. She, she was injured from the warm up. She right. took a medical timeout in the second game. Right. She could not move side to side. She was walking between points, and she won in straight sets against a top five player. That tells That's you insane. all you need to know. That is That's not, unreal. That yeah. is unbelievable. Like, and wasn't yeah. like Svetolina like a very big favorite to win Australia like <sighs> uh, uh, by the quarter stage? Because yeah. Her half, right? it, but like, Bar- I mean, she's a good player, but I don't think that she was a. No, no, she was. No, she not, just not like, at the beginning, of course. She just like, seems to like was... flop in slams like his. She goes away yeah, really meekly. Nervousness or what? But in her defense, because I am, you know, a fan of some Ukrainian um, players, uh, I think because of course they doubled up and uh, played uh, with each other. Um, I think they knew, you know, that they were, you know, not gonna do well because Vika was hurt, and so Svitolina, as you said kept pushing the ball back and that's I what mean, she does anyway yeah. people are just pushers oh yeah. no like like genuinely but... like, like some people push some people don't like she's not an aggressive player she can turn on aggression but like, i mean i think she was just scared to hit the ball against me yeah and i i don't know she she doesn't you know, have the, the instinct is. to attack I think when she's won the big the big yeah. titles that she's done, she's been more aggressive. Like she yeah. like bageled Halep in Rome in the final. Like she yeah. was like really yeah yeah she was when she was playing well she was was that not a the year that Andy won or am I making that up possibly possibly so I mean I I I was just gonna bring Andy up in this conversation just because you know obviously Andy podcast but also like in terms of like. You know, people using uh using being a pusher as like a, a criticism of you. And you remember, you guys remember way back when Andy was criticized for being pusher, like majorly. Like, he still, he still, he and still yeah, he he, he, still, he still does. Yeah. But like uh, before he won a major, like the amount of people who were like, Andy, you've got to be more aggressive. Andy, you've got to be more aggressive. Andy, you've got to be more aggressive. I don't, I, I, I don't know if like Andy wasn't like I feel like he was right. Like I just feel like it was a mental block for the longest time. I don't think he necessarily changed a huge amount of his like game style, right? Like. I don't know. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but, like, I feel like Lendl came in, and I don't think Lendl was like, Andy, you've got to play aggressive all the time. Like, because he didn't, right? But he, like, he just helped him, like, mentally, like, me- like lift the mental block. But Andy got that criticism so much, like, <laughs> like back in the day. Like, I think is, it, yeah, if you're going to be, like, black and white and say they're a pusher or a ball basher, then mm-hmm. Andy is a pusher. But he has variety, he has touch, yeah. he has feel, he comes forward. And that's yeah. if if Svitolina ever wants to win a slam, 
that's what she needs to add to her game. Yeah, that variety. Yeah, yeah. 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 Felina, no, Felina, if you're listening, get in touch with Andy. The, defense, <laughs> the thing yeah. that impresses me most about Andy is the anticipation. Like, he knows yes. yeah. from the mannerism of the opponent. Like, he knows where the ball's going and he's he's, he's there. Mm. Like, Novak has that as well, obviously. Like, yeah. just insane anticipation. Like, yeah. I think, who was it yesterday? Yeah. Um, who said? Who was it? I don't remember who it was, but um, Osverev, yeah. So basically, they were talking about um, who the best returner is on tour, and Zverev said that Novak, when when I was playing him at Australia, he just knew where this my serve was going. Yeah. He was just there, like, um, and Diego Schwartzman very nicely said that Andy is the best returner on tour. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're all like, Diego fans. We all love like Diego. You from Andy is just off the yeah, charts. It is. So, uh, yeah, he's an incredibly yeah. smart player. Oh, unbelievable. Like, he, Diego, right? Yeah, he, didn't he like really do well against Nadal last year? Beat him twice? Was it twice or once? Who? Di- Diego? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, okay. He beat him... Oh, no, sorry. He's beaten him at least once last once, year, right? Yeah, I don't once. Oh, no, before. sorry. I'm thinking about how he took a set off Rafa at the French Open. Yeah, unbelievable, yes. unbelievable. Yeah, he played, he played yeah. outrageously well. Like it was the first set, yeah. It was the first set. It's, 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 it's weird against Rafa at the French Open. All everyone's like, oh, he needs to take the first set. Oh, he needs to take the first sorry. set, and it's like, well, sorry to so like stay digress, but Yannick Sinner took nearly took a set off Rafa at the French last year. What oh, do you guys I, think of Yannick Sinner? Yeah, that's a good one. Actually. Yeah, I, like I think of all the next gen, he's yeah. the most solid. Got the most yeah. potential. Like, yeah. A lot of them, yeah. like, like I think Felix has so much talent, but I can see yeah. where's, where there's a weakness, yeah, the consistency, yeah. but Sinner just, he's like a machine. What I, what I love about Yannick Sinner is, have you guys read up about Sinner? Do you guys know much about him? I, I, there's this great video on YouTube that, like, tells the story of Yannick Sinner and, like, why nobody really knew about him until quite recently. Like, his, his story, like... He came to tennis. Wasn't he like skiing? Yeah, yeah. See, he was like a, he was like a skiing yeah. champ, and he only really started playing tennis when he was about. I think if I remember right, I think it was like, you know, uh, twelve, thirteen. Which like obviously, like obviously, it's wow. like oh, we're all like oh, like twelve, thirteen. You're still quite young, but like for a tennis player, like you always hear about That's like Federer really started late. when he was like five or six or something. But yeah, Yannick only picked up a racket when he was like twelve or thirteen, and like played his wow. way through the tour. And like the the year before, he like had his like big break. He was like on challengers losing to like nobody's like like on like way down way way down the rankings, um and like he's just worked and worked and worked and worked and got to the point where now you know quite quite late a late breakthrough for a uh, for a young player but um, yeah he's fantastic I love him I think he's great like and that first set against Rafa was outrageously good like <laughs> outrageously good oh uh, god I felt so bad for him when he when he choked that one oh. I think yeah oh, th- these yeah. players that like. Like you were saying, he was just grinding out results. Like grinding, yeah, 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 yeah. I think when you get all these like wild cards and all this hype when you're really young, it can do a lot of damage actually. Yeah, and that's a good point. It, it's yeah, the most good. like yeah the players that just have to like grind out the results. I'm thinking of Eager mm-hmm. from the WTA. Like mm-hmm. she, I, she's. I don't think she's ever had a wild card in her career. She was playing yeah, her first ITF, title was... the French Open, yeah. like and. I'm and same with Ostapenko, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, Iga had no wild cards to anything. And you see yeah. other players that have 10 wild cards mm-hmm. before they're 18. And like, I think she's literally played like 20 events in her whole career or something. 
but she yeah. just had to grind out the results and she gained and she... she gained the experience and all those things needed just like yeah. Sinner has done the same and yeah. maybe in a few years he's going to be a slam champion yeah because you, and ego just won a title like a few days ago yeah unbelievable yeah. without a second title without a second against title. Bench it, right? like yeah, yeah like like i i was on the hype train when she was like 16 playing like girls doubles like like the the oh, talent wow. that she has is incredible but like wait it's yeah 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 no, oh, okay. well, Benchich has a lot of talent as well, but, um, <laughs> but like, like, like Twitter was saying, like it's a fluke, it's a this. I'm like, no, this girl is really, really, really good. As, like, as though you win the French Open of all Grand Slams yeah. off a fluke. Not dropping a set, like. <laughs> I think she served like five breadsticks. She didn't drop a set. Like yeah, she, she, she did. Halep really well, absolutely she? thrashed Halep. Like. Yeah. And people are saying, like, it's a I fluke. guess, no, I guess people Stupid. were thinking, like, you know how Ostapenko won 2017, Barty won 2019, was it 2019? I don't uh, know. Nobody remembers. Uh, yeah, who won in 2019? I don't, Hallett, right? Yeah, yeah, Hallett won that, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so, that sounds like, right. She apart beat from Hallett, Sloan. there's been, like, quite unpredictable, and Slo- Sloan Stevens made the final against... Hallett. Uh, she looked Hallett, Hallett, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, and she should have so, won. Yeah, like, she was up a set and a break. People making the... the final there and winning so that, yeah. i think that's why people were like oh ego is a fluke <laughs> no no like like, like see the way she played yeah people yeah. were like saying from when she was like a 14 like this girl is gonna win the french open like watch out oh yeah. that's so nice yeah. yeah she is she is fantastic she also like models her game after rafa i think she said multiple times she's like rafa's really yeah, like, oh, yeah, definitely rafa. some rafa and andy him. andy's obsessed with her like andy loves her every every single match she won in that tournament he was an Instagram like, oh well done, Iga. You know, commenting on her Instagram. At the yeah. French Open, she hit, I think she hit like the second hardest forehand. Like it was like one man. Oh, I, maybe it was Sinner. Like I don't know. And then her backhand yeah. was like the joint fastest backhand. Like men and women. Like the, oh my god. The like the power she has is crazy. Yeah. Wait, who did she beat in the final? She beat Kenan. Kenan. Right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. And my my rant for this morning was about how like tennis Twitter is going on that Muguruza is like the best player in the yeah, world at the oh minute. Oh my she, like, gosh. She de- she <laughs> deserves to be in the top five and all this kind of stuff. And like the girl that like thrashed her in a slam final, like they're not hyping her. Yeah. But Muguruza like absolutely flopped to yeah. Kenan in a slam final and she gets hyped. So yeah. Yeah. I think that was just the <laughs> No, like I, oh, you're one of like, them. You're one I'm of gonna. Them. I mean, she <laughs> the pressure. That's the like, problem. She could like, have won she, that she match. has the talent to win most matches, but she yeah. she doesn't have yeah. the the mental strength. I don't Do think you... not anymore. I mean, she's won the French <laughs> Open. In no, November. but I'm talking okay. about now. Like wow. <laughs> Guys, talk, like, no, no. Um, I'm talking about very, currently. Like... I'm not talking about then. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you may be like right. She... But I mean, I think that she did well against Osaka. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, almost beat her, right? Match, like, match points, two of them, two, oh, two match points against Osaka. My timeline was saying like she would have won the Australian Open if she took those match uh, points, and no, I'm just that's like, not for sure, you yeah. don't know that she wouldn't have choked again like she did the year before. Like, she's really talented, and I think. When yeah. when I watched her play in 2015, she was incredible and scary. Didn't and she reach world number one in that year, or was it? Jeez. No, a few years later. 
Like in two in two thousand and fifteen, she was like one of the most fearless players I've ever seen. Like it was scary. Mm. Yeah. Like I know that. Did she do really well? Sorry, did she do really well against uh, Serena in that year? Yeah, was it six two six two or something at the French? Like yeah, it was really scary. Yeah. Just incredible. Crazy, crazy times. I hope that she gets back to where she could be. So yeah. she needs to stop choking. Yeah. That's my. No, I, well, I not, like, like she she what... she could like win a slam even by being like twenty twentieth seed. Like it doesn't matter what seeding she is. She could come and win any. She could win Wimbledon this year. Like especially the WTA. Like anyone can win. I mean, not she's like there's a big three and. She's probably like a top five contender for Wimbledon. If everyone if yeah. everyone could just take a break from winning the slams on the WTA to just let Serena win one more. Like, please, oh. please, please. This Wimbledon just everyone like, withdraw and just let Serena like I all actually, the walk I actually I uh, actually would love Serena to win her twenty fourth at Wimbledon. Like kind of actually glad that she didn't win it in a straight I really wanted to win it at Wimbledon. Like I think. Be so, how would you guys so, react if she walks? I was hoping for the U.S. Open. <laughs> I, but if, I feel if, like if Serena walks yeah, on court I'm at Wimbledon in a full white cat suit, I would die. <laughs> like, It'd be I iconic. I mean, die. I would die in the spot. Like if that took place, yeah. I would be all over it. <laughs> I would be yes. That would be US amazing. Is, yeah. I would I, be here for I it. love that. Pedro, I feel like the U.S. Open's a bit like cursed now. Like, yes. I, yeah. I feel yeah. like there's been a lot of like mental damage there maybe I think yeah and I feel I feel true. like it's the same for Roger as well like Roger hasn't won US Open in how many years it's like, like is it know. 10 years or something yeah like, it's something like that and he won like five in a row and then just didn't win any right. so, so Andy's <laughs> won the US Open more recently so <laughs> therefore, therefore Andy, say that. Andy is the um, goat I mean... Andy is the goat so wait, well, so just on the subject of Roger, like, so did he? Did Roger win the year before he then lost in Novak after holding match points? Is that right? Yeah, he he played the U.S. Open. I have no. Was the Del and... Potro loss like the last? Two thousand nine was Del Potro. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it was two thousand nine, so and he... yeah, so he wasn't. Yeah, you're right. Is it two thousand and eight? It was 2008. It would be 2008. You are right. So Roger has won US Open 2004, 2005, 2006, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not won any others. So Del Potro broke. 2008. Oh my god. That's a player who needs to come back. Del Potts. We need Del Potts back on the tour. Oh my god. It's been 13 years since Roger's won the US Open. Oh my god. That is bizarre thing. On the topic of Del Potts, can I just say the Rio Olympics final is probably my favorite Andy Machado. Oh, a four-setter. A four-setter. Yeah, like, like, yeah. If I watch highlights of that match, I just feel like crying. Like, it's just like, both of them, like, wanted it so much, and I yep. didn't want either of them to lose, and like, can, oh, can, like can what we an talk? amazing thing to defend an Olympic gold medal. And then Which the hug at the end. He will yeah. do again at the next oh, Olympics. The hug. The hug at the end. Yeah. Oh, I died. I died right there in the spot there. Delpo gives him the best hug. He, he truly does. Like, like it's when Delpo like kind of like, like looms over someone and just like, like wraps his arms around them and you're like, oh Delpo, you're a gentle giant. You're a gentle giant. I and he was one of the only. He was one of the only people to like say like you know like everyone was wishing Andy a happy retirement and like Delpo Ultra was like keep yeah, going Andy. Keep please going. come back. Yeah. Yeah, which is. Adorable. I love Del Pops. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for, for listening uh, to this 
episode where we didn't really have any plan at all. <laughs> we just talked. We, we just never talked. do. We never do. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you, James, so much for coming on. I've been asking you to come on for probably like months now. We, lo- we, we, we love you, James. We'll have, to, we'll have to edit this entire episode a lot, but we yeah. love you. <laughs> I, I hope you don't get sued. And, <laughs> yeah. I hope um, you don't have I, like... I really want you on again. I hope yeah. you don't have lots of angry comments from <laughs> fan bases that I've annoyed. Oh, dear. Oh, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> um, yep, yeah, but uh, thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>